Welcome to the How to Be a Minimalist podcast. My name is Katie and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find links to my books, my YouTube channel, as well as my Patreon, all linked in the details below. This is episode number 129, The Frugal Minimalist. Hey there, minimalists. I have been thinking a lot about my frugal life and kind of when it began all week, basically ever since I worked on last week's episode and spoke about my frugal accomplishments in my personal update last week. And it occurred to me that I have actually spent quite a bit of my life being frugal. I would say that I had a lot of good examples in my life of frugality, but especially my mom. She's a very frugal person. So I wanted to talk about it today. And my hope is that this episode might offer some different tips for keeping costs down in your budget. First though, I want to talk about my personal update. One of my 2022 goals was to garden all year and yesterday and the other day it was not raining for a little bit. It was actually a really beautiful day in mixed in with all this crazy cold weather we're having. I did take some time to go outside and I was able to condense things by transplanting several items into other pots. That way I can make sure that the amount of pots that we're actually moving with plants in them is very minimal. Normally, when we take off for the summer in our RV, which we full-time live in, I leave most of the pots. This year is so different because we're moving and not coming back for these things quite yet. I am trying to figure out what I want to do. It's challenging, so I'm trying to slowly like transplant stuff so that there are a bunch of things jammed into one pot, but at least I don't have three that I need to keep alive and whatever. It has not deterred me from my goal to garden all year long. I was able this week to clip a few leaves of lettuce as well as some chives for a sandwich. And I also pulled up some garlic that I had experimentally grown from a clove from the from like the grocery store. And there was actually a good amount of garlic on the bottom in the bulb, which was cool. So I chopped that up and threw it into a soup. That was pretty fun. For my goal to feed my soul once a week, I told myself that I would have one day after a super crazy busy weekend where I was just not going to have anything planned. And I did that a couple days ago. It was awesome, very relaxing, and it was good to be able to just slow down for a day. The last goal that I want to talk about is my favorite goal for this year, which is to do something with one family member each week. And I have been slacking on it and that bothers me, but also we have had so much going on. I'm trying to show myself a little bit of grace, but today I am taking my son to lunch and we're just gonna have a fun little time. Heading into the main topic now, when I was talking about my frugal goal in last week's episode in my personal update, I decided that I wanted to do a whole episode on it. I know I touched on that a minute ago, but I I know that with inflation and food shortages and rumors of food shortages, I know that all of those things comes some stress, but there are also so many ways that we can take a little control and manage our way through. I know that as much as this life is really not about money at all, it is the thing that enables us 
usually to do a lot of the things that we need to do. I want today's topics to be about empowering us, empowering you, empowering myself to overcome as best we can and to keep our heads up and have hope and work our way through this stuff. The first item I want to talk about, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this because I talk about it a lot, but doing a monthly budget is seriously the first step to saving your money and becoming a more frugal person. If you don't know how much money you are bringing in, if you don't know where that money is going, you really can't find ways to cut. But once you've done that budget, you can look for the budget categories with the most flexibility and you can really start to save money or find ways to cut back. The second item I want to talk about are the two categories that I have found the most flex in, and that would be the groceries category and also the gasoline category in our budget. Yes, fuel prices are hitting insane levels, and it is a little bit hard to swallow that, I have to say, but they still have the most flex in our budget in the sense that while my husband has to go to and from work every single day and there's no one to commute with, his usage really can't change that much. I have found that I can get by on about one tank of fuel every month. And that is saying a lot because I used to go through two. So I have been able to cut my fuel usage by about 50%. I began doing two things as I looked at the fuel budget. The first is that there's a grocery store that costs more, generally speaking, that is very much closer to me. And then there is one that is about 12 miles away. And I love to shop at that store. I find everything I need there. It's a large store. The one that is two miles away, though, I have figured out that usually if I just need a couple of items, it's much better to go there because not only will I spend less on groceries because I will not want to buy very much there. I will only want to purchase the couple of things that I need, but I will save on fuel because it's only two miles away. So I have been utilizing that store, having my husband pick up those couple of things if he is going to be passing by. I also have learned that even though I don't really prefer to do 10 errands all at the same time, that is what I now do. I check and make sure that my travel route will accommodate everything that I need to accomplish. And I also make sure that I'm not backtracking or passing over anything that I really need to do. And so this has helped our gasoline budget a lot. It takes a lot of planning. It feels really terrible sometimes to have to go and do a bunch of things. Oh my goodness, I had so many appointments that I ran the other day and I was worn ragged by the time I got home. But I was so glad that I had not wasted fuel going in and taking care of 50% of the things on another day. It was worth it to me to get a bunch of stuff done. As far as the groceries go, in May, I knew that our family expenses would be higher. And in order to offset that cost, I decided that I could handle cutting my grocery budget for that month by 25%. It was very tight, but I was also very creative. I cut back on things that I did not need to buy store-bought. I homemade a lot of things. My family preferred to eat canned refried beans. I made them last month. That saved a whole bunch of money right there, considering how many beans our family eat. So there were a ton of things that I did very differently last month, 
I also got into the habit of checking this little stand that our supermarket has that carries produce that is a reduced price because it's not quite perfect anymore. It is starting to go bad some of it you might find a little scratch or dent or maybe some of it has been bruised or whatever so I got used to looking at that stand the very first thing that I did when I went into the store and there are so many items on that stand that I'm like why is this even over here I don't see any imperfections here at all but a lot of this stuff was easily as long as I used it within a day or two easily trimmed off there was nothing I mean nothing was moldy or anything like that so it was perfectly good food still and I was able to reduce our cost a lot while I would prefer to be able to go into the grocery store and have however much money I want to need it doesn't always work out like that and we have to be creative but I see it as an opportunity and a challenge to figure it out anyway and I was able to make it work and also we were able to do those other things that we wanted and needed to do and to take care of. So I was really grateful that it all worked out and it has kind of tightened up my frugality skills as far as the grocery store goes, which is good because I don't think the prices are going down quite yet. So inflation, yeah, it's not fun. It's terrible, but I kind of feel like I'm winning every time I can do one little thing that saves us a little bit of money in either the fuel or the groceries budget. The third category I want to talk about today is what can you do for yourself? Asking this question is really, really important. Maybe you can cut your own grass. Maybe you can make your own coffee. If you have a gym membership that maybe you used to use, would love to use, but the fuel's too costly or it takes too much time to get there. Can you create your own exercise area in an effort to use up some fabric that I already owned and also to fill some family needs for clothing? I made shorts for both of my kids and I was also able to make a skirt for my daughter. I have invested in nice sewing tools over the years and I'm so grateful. Every time I pull them out, I'm always able to accomplish a few things for my family that make our lives a little bit easier or better or nicer and I know it's not always possible to do for ourselves, but there are a lot of simple ways that we can do things for ourselves that will save us money. The fourth item on my list here is to pay attention to quality because maybe the cost is the same on certain items, but a lot of times homemade is higher quality. I have been shopping at Azure Standard and actually my referral link is in the details of this episode. So if you're curious about what Azure Standard is, that is a referral link. It is a wonderful company. I believe it's only in the US, so I'm not I'm not certain about outside of the country, but I have been purchasing some things through Azure Standard because the quality is so high and I may end up spending the same as I would at the grocery store or maybe even a little tiny bit more. But the quality is so above and beyond. I have loved making sure that some of our resources go towards that family owned company. And I love that part of it, too. I love that it's so local and that everything is so fresh and delicious and the quality is amazing. I know that there are times when I can do without and 
I'm perfectly okay with that. But there are a lot of times when I want an item and I want it to be high quality and I know that that item will last me longer, whether it's higher quality clothing or a, a part for a vehicle or whatever, if I get the better quality item. And sometimes quality really doesn't matter. Sometimes you just need to fill a need and and the quality really doesn't matter at all. But paying attention to those times when higher quality will be the long run savings, I think is actually very important. The next item I want to talk about is, is it worth doing this in order to save money? I would say that turning off the lights is a very simple and effective way to save a little bit of money. It's going to use less electricity. Your bill will be lowered over time. It's just a quick and easy way and worth my effort, especially since I'm coming and going from rooms anyway. It really doesn't take any extra effort to just flip off a light when I'm walking past. I would say that that would be worth doing in order to save some money. Also worth it, making sure that I open windows when I can get a breeze going instead of using a fan or the air conditioner. Having everyone use a blanket instead of turning on a heater is also worth it a lot of times. And knowing when it's time to turn it on, of course, is important. But keeping those types of heating and cooling devices running at a minimum is worth my time to pay attention to the weather and when and what I can get away with. I've recently been learning about homemade pasta making. It is enchanting. I'll tell you what, I found this YouTube channel called Pasta Grannies. It is amazing. It's these Italian grannies. It is translated if you don't speak Italian, but I will tell you what, these grannies are adorable and they make the most beautiful foods. I have wondered is this cheaper and also higher quality? Of course, it's higher quality than uh, buying store-bought dried stuff. But is it worth my time to sit here and say, I'm going to make my pasta now? And yes, bread is totally worth it for me to make homemade bread over buying bread, especially with the amount that my kids go through totally worth it. That is a skill absolutely worth having. I'm not sure how much money I would save making my own pasta though, honestly. I know the quality must be above and beyond and I actually don't know that I've ever had fresh made pasta, like not right there fresh made pasta. I've, I've purchased fresh made pasta at the store, but that's not the same as like homemade fresh pasta. But I'm not sure if that would actually end up saving me any money at all. And I'm not sure if it's worth it considering how often my family eats pasta, for me to be spending time doing that. I'm going to test this out and see just because I think it will be fun and I'll have to let you all know how it goes to learn to make pasta. But it is highly questionable to me at this point after learning what I've learned, the little tiny bits that I've learned, that it will actually be worth it as far as saving money goes. If it will be fulfilling to my life, or having such a high quality pasta, those are different issues. But as far as strictly saving money goes, I'm not sure if it's worth my time to make pasta all the time. Again, it's easy to get caught up in saving money, but some of these things, they're just not worth our time. And so paying attention to the things that have a greater payoff is important so that we're selecting what we're spending our time doing in order to save money and be more frugal. My last tip is to do without. My kids recently watching me make something. I can't even remember what it was, but they were watching me and very innocently they asked, why don't you just buy that? It was a great moment, honestly, to sit down and say, well, 
I'm making this so that we can do this and that and the other, but still enjoy having this item in our life. My daughter's particularly getting old enough to understand the value of money. And as a homeschooling mother and just as a mother, I think understanding the value of our resources is very difficult to comprehend to a young child. And I believe it really is a slow process and is not fully known until you are actually taking care of yourself. That, that is when you realize the true value of your resources. A combined total of your possessions, income, and saved money. That question made me realize that doing without was a really good thing. And yes, I was replacing that item, but there are many things that it's just not worth it to go and buy. There are a lot of things we don't need anyway. This is a, a obviously a running topic here on the podcast, but some things are worth making so that we can have that item or finding a way to purchase used or whatever, trading for something. But there are a lot of things that we simply can do without and it allows us to be a more frugal person and allows us to use our resources for things that we want and need. I'm really grateful for the examples of the people in my life that are really frugal, but still live happy, full lives. They have allowed me to see that you can do so many things to be a frugal person and still be happy and enjoy life and do fun things. It can be a challenge sometimes, especially when resources are very low or when you feel frustrated. Maybe you don't feel like you have enough time to gather skills or to do things on your own or whatever. And or maybe there's just simply not enough right now. And in those cases, my heart absolutely goes out to you. And I have been there before and it's been a struggle and frustrating. And it's definitely on my mind, all of the things that are happening right now. But I really hope that today's episode is empowering and encouraging. And it is a challenge to see what else can you do to be more frugal? How else can you make your resources stretch? What can you do without? I know for me, instead of feeling a victim to it lately, I have been trying to say, well, I'm going to overcome this challenge anyway. And I feel a lot happier as I have done that. My minimalist challenge for you today is to try making a meal or food staple this week that you normally don't make. And also, if I have any homemade pasta makers out there, you'll have to let me know. Is the cost, do you really save money making pasta by hand? I'm so curious. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you have a great week. And remember, it is all about the experiences, not the stuff.